Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Shop Notes Podcast, a weekly woodworking podcast from Woodsmith. I'm your host, Phil Huber, and I'm joined by Logan Whitmer and John Doyle. Today is episode number 38, and the topic is anniversary woodworking gifts. This episode of the Shop Notes Podcast is brought to you by Woodsmith Magazine. Woodsmith Magazine has been the trusted source for all your woodworking information for over 40 years. From tips and techniques to furniture projects to shop projects, you'll find it all at Woodsmith Magazine. Subscribe today at woodsmith.com. Took my suggestion and ran with it. Yeah. (laughs) Because titles really only are starting points. (laughs) I was hoping today would be like a six-topic woodworking debate, and we all just like talk (laughs) over each other for half an hour until we like the the other two pass out from lot loss of oxygen and then that person the third person wins <laughs> so we can still do that john and go <laughs> yeah <laughs> debate to the death so but i like it. that this is good too i like anniversary woodworking tools so um my wife and i are what did we just have our 18 year anniversary and i don't think she's ever gotten me a woodworking tool so she's got some catching up to do does she yeah so, but yeah, some of those uh, traditional anniversary gifts um, would be probably be appropriate because I think like one of the years is leather. Or I think one of the years is actually wood. Yep. You have a paper in there, diamond. Right. Obviously. Yep. So, so there's some good here. ones. Yeah. Paper, paper, cotton, leather, fruit, flowers. Wood is the fifth year. Okay. So. So year one for paper could be like some sort of woodworking book or plans or sure something. Is that, a subtle, is that a subtle promo for woodsmithplans.com? Right. So we have plans. We got uh, our <laughs> patent posters. So, no, yeah. <laughs> or books or magazines. So a lot of good stuff there. Right out of the gate, year one. Right. Love it. See, now, when we got married, my wife's, one of my wife's gifts to me was a set of chisels. So mm. that was pretty cool. And you, you just rehandled those chisels. I just did rehandle those. So they're that's fun. set for another 20 years. So, so this, whole, this whole thing came up because your wife and you are uh, celebrating an anniversary, right? Yep. Next, is that what you said? Next, next week. week? Yep. Uh, and she asked if there was any tools you needed. Right. So that's kind of let, let's just let's just well, say that you did is a slippery slope. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, and without giving away how old you are, Phil, it's an anniversary <laughs> that falls somewhere between the 19th and the 21st anniversary, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And the traditional gift for a between 19th and 21st anniversary is China. Now I'm assuming this means like your grandmother's china that you never actually use, right? But it could be like a Chinese tool, right? Like, uh, yeah, I was gonna say Harbor Freight. No, I was like, let's not let his wife off that easy. I'm thinking like, aren't all the Bridge City tools made in China now? Was it a Chinese sure. firm that bought them? Right. Or Taiwanese. Might have been Taiwanese. That doesn't work. Sorry, I was trying to get you a nice plane, uh, like a super Republic nice of plane. China. So that's nice. Yes. That's all right. Yep. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah. So, Phil, this begs the question. If you are getting a new tool from your wife for your anniversary. Right. What's your new tool? Uh, in a perfect world, I would love a new bandsaw. Okay. I have a, a Craftsman 12-inch bandsaw with an aluminum frame, and it okay. does pretty well. It's not a huge saw, but I'm pleasantly surprised with its capabilities. But having a having used some newer saws at work and mm-hmm. other people's shops, especially bigger ones where I could get a little bit more, um, that it cuts through thicker, you know, harder materials mm-hmm. a little easier. That would probably be my big one. You know, I debate on getting something like a, like a domino or a track saw, but I question how much, and I, I think I even post this as kind of like an informal Teams chat poll not that long ago. If you had the choice, you know, if you would get a track saw or get a domino, and I'm just not sure I would, I would do that, or how much I would actually use it. But I don't know. You know, yeah, that's it's funny because I see that on a lot of groups. Um, mainly, it seems to be on the Wood Whisperer Facebook page. Um, that it's like you know, hey. I always wondered if I got a domino, how much I would use it. And then everybody that says they had that thought and they bought one couldn't imagine not having it now, which is kind of interesting to me. I mean, it basically takes the place of mortise and tenon for the most part, you know, without, without a traditionally, without a being a quote, traditional mortise and tenon, it's a loose tenon at that point. Uh, But it's interesting because it seems like a lot of people go through that same thought process with it. It's like a domino is expensive. It's what a thousand dollars for the small one, I think. Right. But then a lot of people say, "Hey, I can't. I wish I would have bought this thing ten years ago." So I, I haven't bought one because uh, I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Phil. Uh, it's like, would I really use it? I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of other stuff I could buy with that money. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So. So, you know, oddly enough, I don't really feel, you know, if I would, it's not like I would add a tool. It would be to replace tools that I have with something a little nicer, you know, because that Sears Craftsman bandsaw is, I don't know, probably from the 80s, I'm guessing. It has a conversion on it to be like a little belt sander, too, that you replace the blade with like a, I don't know half or a three quarter inch wide sanding belt hmm. and then has a little backer platen that you can put in there. And I've never really done it other than when I first got it to put it on and be like, Oh, huh, you can do that. Hmm. Um, well, you know, to be fair, that's without, well, I'm going to say without upsetting everybody. And I know I'm going to upset some people. That's when craftsman stuff was made. Well, you know what I yeah. mean? Oh, like, yeah, like it's a solid a, saw. Yeah. yeah, there was a time period where the Craftsman tools took a tank, but it wasn't right. in the 80s, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I mean, and especially when you tell people, or when I tell people, that it's a cast aluminum frame saw, they look at me like it should say Fisher-Price, but <laughs> it's it's pretty sturdy. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've resawn 
white oak on it, five inch, mm -hmm. five and a half inch white oak, which is about the capacity. I think I could squeeze six if I really wanted to, but you know, with a wood slicer blade on there, I don't really have any concerns. You know, I'm not doing anything for profit where time is money, so to speak. So if it goes a little mm -hmm. slower, it's not been that big a deal, but so there, there you go. Nice. Okay. So on that note, have you ever made your wife anything for an anniversary? Because this is not, we all know marriage is not a one-way street. If she's buying you a tool, you have to get her something or what have you made her in the past? Well, most, uh, most anniversaries, I make her something. Okay. There's been a few where I haven't just because she had her eye on something else, you know, or we kind of pooled the gifts to buy, do a larger family purchase or something like that. But sure. And even sometimes in those years, I've even made something small, you know, like for our 10th anniversary, I did a, um, a box, a gift box that kind of represented in my mind, both of us. And then I had put, um, I went to a craft store and got, uh, silk flowers that matched the flowers that we had at our wedding. So mm. got to have that on the inside. And now she keeps that as a, as a memento. When we got married, I actually made her our dining room table. Six foot by three foot shaker style drop leaf table. So let's see what else have I made her for anniversary. Well, you know, cause I usually end up making something for her for her birthday and Christmas too. So some of those bleed together. Sure. Mm -hmm. Woodsmith yeah, seems really... like any... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I've, the, I've made a lot of stuff for my wife at house, but it never seems to land well on a holiday <laughs> or gift giving type thing. I still have a, uh, it's like a little curio display cabinet. Um, that I started, let's say, November 2008. And I have sure. all the sides and all the parts made. And I got to, like, middle of December and stuff came up. And I was like, well, I'm not going to get this done. I'm just going to put it aside and I'll come back to it. And it is still in that state. <laughs> and the parts have not finished it. Just because we haven't, <laughs> like, needed it or had a, a place for it. So it's, like, no big rush. But it's still in that state. And it's moved to several different shops wrapped up shrink wrapped together and just like... say please tell me it's like cherry or something that when you finally do go pull it apart you could see where everything's been laying on each other yeah, and you know, there's no. weird shadow lines all over everything <laughs> it, it's all white oak so it's aged white oak now so it'll be interesting nice. yeah if there's any of that that i should i should keep rotating it in the in the sunlight and just you know put it out in the driveway every now and again so it's evenly aged and but there's a lot of things like that where it's like, came close. It's the thought that counts. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. When when we got married, I was like, oh, I'll build a bedroom set for us. And then, oh, uh, I guess around our 15 year anniversary, it's like, well, that didn't happen. So I bought a bedroom set. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Not I, very good about getting stuff done timely on right. anniversaries or Christmas or birthdays or so. No, I had that same issue. I, when we found out that we were expecting our first child, 
I thought about making something for the baby. And then my wife was like, how about you make something for us instead? So I started a dresser for bedroom and didn't quite get it done. And then you add new baby to the mix and then suddenly nobody's sleeping and, right. you know, spare time goes out the window. And I was, I think it was like seven years before I actually finished that. So. So you guys are telling me I shouldn't feel bad for this tool cabinet that's still sitting there right. in that state that I left it in the shop yeah. three years ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> Although technically that was for myself, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Right. <laughs> um, I think the I think the only thing that I ever actually and it wasn't really one of those like, hey, I'm starting this for you for a Christmas or anniversary or anything. It was my wife's office. Like her, the cabinets for her office, it was more like, you know, she was, she was starting to work from home. So it's like, okay, hey, I'm going to build you, you a, a decent office set, built-ins basically. Yeah, and again, they're not done. <laughs> they need doors, <laughs> they need, you know, yeah. trim finished on them and stuff. And that's been yeah. two years. It's always more fun to start on something new and exciting than to finish anything. It seems like. Yeah. So. Well, like I was telling you guys earlier this week, it feels like whenever I don't get what I think is adequate shop time for my own mental sanity, I start dreaming about other projects. And then when I do get some shop time, knowing that it's not going to be very much, I go start those other projects. <laughs> so now instead of like one project that I'm just plowing through, I have like three or four that I have to anytime I want to work on any one of them, have to go move parts out of the way on different tools to clear space for them. So it's like when you, when you get down to where your gas light comes on, do you go as fast as you can to get to the gas station? Right, <laughs> right. Okay. And you get more mm -hmm. done. You get farther. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like, like that, uh, that bookcase I'm working on now. I'm, I'm doing really good. I just got like the last coat of finish on it but there's no reason i need to build that bookcase i have no place for it i have no like need for it it was just like something easy to build and i was just like i'm just gonna build this and yeah, i got that done, my head. but it's like yeah it's like, <laughs> i don't know check it off the list yeah but, i think unfortunately uh, that's the type of woodworker that i've become is the curious woodworker like I got into it thinking like it would be really fun to just make projects for your house and you know mm -hmm. essentially have a whole house full of stuff that you made like self-sufficiency to the max and then you know you reach a point where you start getting family furniture you know from grandmas or parents or something and then all of a sudden it's like I could build stuff, but there's no room for it. So I just build stuff because I want to now, or it's just something cool. See, I, 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 I get that, but I guess I've never, I haven't reached that point where uh, there's only one thing that I want to build that I don't really have any reason. And that's a grandfather clock. I just would love to build one. Sure. Like I love yeah. building clocks. Mm -hmm. I just, if I built one, it'd have to be for somebody. Um, right. But then aside from that, I haven't reached that point where it's like, if I'm going to build something, I'm going to take the time to build something. It's because I have a need or 
space for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I did build my youngest, well, not even, uh, the bed, the crib that both of my sons were in, I built that. Um, and it is currently my oldest son's bed. It was a convertible. So it goes from the crib to the full size or twin size, whatever the heck size it is. Um, but, and I also built that little butthead a loft bed that he doesn't use. So, you know, <laughs> every bed in our house I've built, um, except, uh, except for our guest bedroom bed down here. Um, you know, but other than that, it's like, if I'm going to build something, it's, I need to have a need for it, I guess. And I know that, so my wife and I's what 12th anniversary will be this spring in May. And I know if I walk out my door in my shop and say, Hey, what do you want me to build you for our anniversary? I know what she's going to say. So I'm just going to start building a stupid dining room table. I mean, I'm just going to have to do it. Like I put it off for years and my excuse has always been our kids are young. They like to stab stuff with forks, you know, and then pasta sauce gets stuck on a table and does get wiped up for a couple hours. And it's like, I just have always put it off because of that. But now it's like, I'm just going to have to do it. So Uh that's going to have to happen here in the next couple months. So yeah. Plus she doesn't like seeing me build stuff for other people. (laughs) Like I've, I've done a couple dining room tables since she's been asking me, they've been for other people, uh, done some other commission work for other people. It's like, she's, she's at the point where she wants me to build something for us again. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. It's funny hearing you talk about the kids beating up the kitchen table today. I was working on that bookcase with like, it has a distressed antique painted <laughs> finish on it. And I was just like sweating, like distressing this and sanding on it and different stuff. It's like, why am I working so hard? I could have just set this in a room with my kids and said, don't touch this. Come back in five <laughs> minutes and it would be done. It would be distressed. So, with yeah, authentic wear. So hard. Yeah. yeah. So Speaking of which, I'm going to take some credit for John's distressing on that thing from my bench from the TV show, right? Sure. You got sure, some yeah. there. Yeah, it's got some. Okay. Yeah. I'll give okay. I, so I brought oh, that okay. to I brought actually brought that bench to my uh, my mom and dad uh, this last weekend, um, oh. and I was like, "Hey, that distressed finish turned out great. Like, it it's sometimes fun to paint a finish and just beat the crap out of it." Yep. yep. Thera- so. Therapeutic. It is. So the other question I was going to ask: um, traditionally speaking, you are advised not to get your wife gift that has a cord on it is that true in the other direction of the anniversary <laughs> tool theme is like she can't give you a tool with a cord on it or not the same uh not the same like don't give you a shop vac that's like offensive because <laughs> you can't give her a vacuum or i don't know well, ShopVac just filed bankruptcy, so, you know, they're oh, not going to make vacuums wow. anymore. John, way to rub it in. Too soon. Too soon. Oh, man. So I've, I've never heard awkward. this cord. I've never heard this cord thing. Is you're that, never supposed that to give your wife. Class? Yeah, you're never supposed to give your wife a gift with a cord on it. I, like a, a vacuum cleaner, a washing machine, An a toaster, iron. iron, anything with a cord on it. So traditionally speaking, but my wife's like wanted stuff with cords. Well, that's what I was thinking. My wife's like, 
she would she would, the best present I could buy her would be like a new like curling iron. Like she would love that. But like well, that's just... I've never heard that. I think it's because yeah, it's mostly about say. like she's more there's more to your wife than housework. Right. Appliances. Yeah. Like you should get those things, but not as a gift. Right. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I haven't figured it out. Especially yet. for like Mother's Day or birthdays. Oh, yeah. 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 She asked so. for a Ninja Blender for Mother's Day. So that's what we got. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, if she they asked, asked for it, then that's. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So interesting. So what about you guys? What would you get for an anniversary? If you had an anniversary tool or does your mm. sawmill basically count like for the next five anniversaries? <laughs> no, cause I've almost paid. I just spent the entire weekend milling in Cedar Rapids and that baby's paying off for itself. So, mm. and my wife, I think my wife recognizes that my, no, if I was going to get one, anniversary if i was going to ask my wife for one anniversary woodworking gift it would be sawmill related it would probably be a sawmill blade sharpener because right now i have a rubbermaid trash can like a big one in my garage with 40 coiled up sawmill blades in it and they're all dull and it's like i can ship them out and have them resharpened but for the cost of, I mean, it's like a total of like $90 to ship a box of 10 blades. And then the eight or $9 to have each blade sharpened. It's like, at that point, it almost just makes more sense to buy new blades because the teeth are going to be set correctly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I would really like a, a sharpener, a blade sharpener. So you have all those blades in a trash can. That's like a trash can of rattlesnakes and porcupines. That's exactly it. Well, right. and I had them just coiled on the ground, but then I'm like, my kids are running around in here. One of them's going to first into it. <laughs> so yeah. I put them in the trash can because it's actually safer. <laughs> Take the lid off and it just, everything flies out like one of those <laughs> peanut the cans. The lid won't fit the... on it right now. Yeah. Oh, jeez. You'd have to call the, you know, 911 just to... Yeah deal with all the lacerations yeah but yeah john what would your anniversary tool be oh i don't know i've just got everything i could possibly want so <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just seems like whenever i need something i just get it and then like kind of like when that little bandsaw showed up on my doorstep and my wife found it like, you get it. Happy anniversary. Yeah. yeah. To me. Happy anniversary to me. <laughs> it's, I mean, that's for, honestly, it's for all of us. <laughs> that's always been my wife's thing was like, I'm not going to buy you a present because if you want something, you just buy it anyways. Right. Which is like, it's yeah. Like, I'm not going to wait. I, I'm just going to need. I got to get it now. Yeah. She did buy me. Um, she bought me. Or my little Lee Nielsen block plane, which is somewhere. And she bought me the little Lee Nielsen mallet. Um, I think those ended up on my Christmas list one year. And that's what she bought me, which was really nice. So just since this quarantine, like, I mean, I've had a shop at home, but I do most have done most of my work at work. So I haven't needed much. But now that we've been home more and I've been working more in my own shop and getting that cleaned up, I'm sure I'll have a lot more on my 
Christmas list tool wise than than in the past. So we'll see what I come up with here in the next couple months. Yeah, I always get to a point like like right now. I'm not going to spin my camera around, but this is kind of should we roll into what we're working on because this is kind of what this is going into. Let's sure. do it. We, I get to a point, especially during this quarantine, that, and I do this even when we're not quarantined, that I just tear apart my shop and go through everything and purge. It's like the great purge. Mm -hmm. And this all happened. My shop right now is absolutely tore apart. It is a disaster. Like, I'm sure a fire marshal would have a heart attack if he walked in here, because if there was a fire, I couldn't get out of my shop, because it's that big a mess. Uh, but this all came to fruition because of the bench vice stand I built on for our video edition subscribers. And I, I had one particular wall I wanted to mount it on, which required moving a bunch of stuff, which required me to unload those cabinets. And then I found all this stuff. I'm like, I don't need this dado blade anymore. Like I have a nice set. Why do I have a Harbor freight set? Or why do I have these, the set of, you know, uh, Robert Sorby, you know, pen turning tools when I just use my big ones for the, pens anyways you know so it's like all this random stuff that i end up finding that it's like time to have some facebook marketplace sales <laughs> and that's <laughs> what i've been doing this last mm -hmm. week it's like i'll find something take a picture of it it's like you know i bought a harbor freight dado blade when i bought my first table saw and i used it once it works great but i have mm -hmm. a nice cmt one you know i don't need I don't need two of them really. So it's like sell one of them uh, or the pen turning stuff or somehow I ended up with um, three heat guns. Like I, why, how do I have three heat guns? Why do I have three heat guns? It's like, so get rid of two of them. So I'm in the middle of a great purge of tools and a shop rearrangement, which I I'm hoping is going to help my shop flow a little bit better. So that's my cat. If you can hear. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> she wanted to see everybody there we yeah. go shop yeah, cat shop cat yep shop cats of instagram <laughs> <laughs> which you know it's funny i had an article i wrote about pets in the shop that we just had a lot of people were like no that's dumb the dumbest thing in the world but then i see all these like hey show me your shop dog post on yeah. you know, facebook or and everybody those are the most popular ones so uh -huh. This is my shop cat. She sleeps under the bench. So there you go. <laughs> we'll allow it. Okay. Yep. Phil, what are you working on? Uh, I'm still working on my mystery Christmas gift. Um, and this one is, uh, I'm really happy with how it's turning out, but it's taxing my patience <laughs> because I usually get to a point in a project where it's like, all right. All the parts are cut and it can get glued together. But really what should happen is that some of the smaller inside parts need to get finished before it gets glued together. So actually following my own advice to pre-finish is proving to be more a test of willpower than my finishing skills. So, so I have to ask, because I know what this Christmas gift is is it getting painted is it getting clear finished is it getting stained a little bit of both uh, painted okay. and clear finished okay. depending on 
depending on the surfaces that I'm using. So sure. I don't know if John was at the shop today, he will have seen some of my mm -hmm. parts in various Thought. stages of pre-finishing. Nope. So and I have to say the glued up half um, inch plywood panels turned out fabulously. So I'm a believer. <laughs> I might do this in the future. I still, I still think you both are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. What do you do well, with all these little pieces that are just laying you, around? I mean, you stack them in the corner of your shop and then you throw them away in four years. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, I can well, only build it's... so many jigs and stuff. So it's like, like this know. piece is too big to make 48 stop blocks from. <laughs> right. So I appreciate that. But yes, I am pleased with how it's turning out. And then obviously if you're painting it, it's, you know, nobody's going to be the wiser on it. But <clears throat> so anyway, I'm working on that. And uh, part of it is, is with this plywood is once you start adding pieces, very quickly the plywood overall structure starts to feel like it weighs a ton. So I'm going through and trying to be selective on maybe doing little cutouts or weight reducing strategies. You know, you know, most of it's half inch plywood. I have a couple of smaller sections that are three eighths plywood just to save a little, a little weight here and there. So, and then yesterday I have some, this kind of fits along the lines of new tool, new project. Because um, we have a couple of issues in the future. We have uh, a set of carving knives coming up as a project for the magazine that our own resident Wiley Coyote, Chris Fitch, is uh, working on. So I've been following his progress, and then he actually made me a set of, because they're carving knives, so they have don't know how well this can show up there for people curved blades on them in a couple of different sweeps so two of them are left-handed and then one is double beveled so that i'm sure to slice my thumb on the other side depending on what i'm using for and then also a kind of a spear point carving knife so i need to make handles for him he was inspired by um a guy named Bill Copperthwaite who wrote a book like it's a handmade life or something like that. And his, he had a carving knife that was shaped like a fish. So the handle of it had a kind of a salmon look to it. And so kind of looking at it that way. So I'm looking at some different handle styles, different traditional handle styles. And the nice thing is I'll be able to use those on other people's gifts down the road. Did you happen to see that blank I left you? You know, I didn't. So uh, I didn't. I wanted to see if that was going to work and if that was going to be one of the mystery gifts. Oh. We have like this huge running mystery gift thing from right. Phil. People are yeah, going to have to guess what he's making. Things I'm excited mm -hmm. about building but can't tell anybody until it doesn't really <laughs> matter. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm doing too. I'm building all this stuff. I just can't tell you about it. <laughs> We just can't show it off. We can't say anything about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's really uh, cool. Just trust yeah. me. 
Yeah. yeah. When you see it, you'll be amazed. Mm. So yeah. I, I did kind of tie myself into, I have to pick up one of my projects that got started and stopped. And I kind of tied myself into it um, because I, I promised uh, the guys over at Norwood that I would, they, they do a weekly or bi-weekly like Friday live. Like we used to pretty quarantine and I've done a couple of them with them. Um, and I promised them that I would do the ones for the fall and they want to check in like on a weekly project that I'm working on. So I'm going to have to pick up my, my side table parts from the studio and continue to work on my Mm -hmm. end tables for my, or my nightstands (laughs) for my, for my, uh, my bedroom upstairs. So I'm sure Becky will be happy that I get those parts out of there. So they Mm -hmm. stop hanging out in there. Well, they're back in deep storage now. So they are, they are. Yeah. They're in cryogenic. Although I was kind of surprised because I didn't realize that they were still there and we were looking for something else. I'm like, Oh, Hey, what's this? Oh, that's right. Logan's yeah, so I'm gonna have to, yeah, I'm gonna have to start, keep working on those. So, John, what about you? Oh, I'm just finishing up my uh, bookcase that has no purpose, so <laughs> that is nice. Um, I want to get started on a little tool tote that I have some found wood for that I don't really need, but I want to build. So, haven't decided if we want to like just bring it home and do it here or shoot it on video there or. So I just have the parts in waiting and hold now, standby. Sure. So got that. Um, this week I saw a news story. Um, it was a teacher here in Ankeny at one of the kids' schools that he is building desks for kids in need that are at home um, that don't have a place to work. We have a lot of kids, you know, working remotely part time or full time or online and have their computers either on their bed or the floor or the couch and so apparently a lot of kids need desks that he's donating so i was like oh that'd be cool just to maybe build a desk that you know just to, to donate i got a lot of scraps and stuff so it looked like he was building them just out of two by fours and plywood and stuff and like oh i can do that maybe and donate a desk and whatever but i mean i have kids but they can work on the floor i don't care i came home the other day and my seventh grader and her two friends were here working on their day off on schoolwork and they were just spread out on the kitchen floor with their laptops on all their schoolwork and there's like a huge kitchen table right next to them it's like i don't know you guys could have worked there and it's like i don't know we just started working here it's like i don't know so apparently they don't need a desk so there you go so See what scraps I can find to maybe build a desk and get that out the door quickly. So we should do one for video edition, that student desk with the laminate on it. Yeah, yeah. I really and like then that do one. uh so. donate it or something. Yeah. Yeah, because um we're actually doing a like a desk or a teen room or something for an upcoming issue I saw that's got a laminated top. So we, we just got like two sheets of laminate in. And they're only using one. So we have all this laminate laying around. It's like, oh, we should just build one of those desks because it's got a laminate top and decorative laminate on the sides. And, yeah, give it away. Well, you know, and to be fair, we always have random, like, purple 90s laminate laying around. Yeah, true. We got lots of laminate. Yeah. 
you know? So, same it's with like Veneer. Walkie Warriors purple. There yeah, you go. I'm kidding. Or Johnston, you know? Oh, that's Somebody right. Somebody can use purple. it. Yeah. Yeah. Minnesota Vikings purple. Give it to Eric Luggy. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Sad. Pulling defeat from the jaws of victory. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just angered all the Vikings fans that listen to us. <laughs> We're going to lose four listeners. <laughs> Everybody? We're going to lose everyone? They're all Vikings fans? <laughs> My in-laws. They know. Anyway, so, yeah. They know. They know what they did. Yeah. Draft picks. They're going for draft picks this year. Right. Because that Herschel Walker thing turned out so good for them. So. Right. Right. Because he's terrible. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying any, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan over here. I'm not saying anything because I know how they feel. Right. <laughs> John, do you even have a pro football team that you're partial to? Uh, not really. Uh, I kind of just latch on to whatever Midwest team. Like, have lots of family members that have teams, so we cheer for all of them, I guess. So I've, I've, I'm a Iowa State Cyclone fan, so I have enough pain in my life that I don't need like <laughs> more pain. <sighs> All right, that's fair. So the, I'm a Chiefs fan this year and last year, so <laughs> it works out great. Okay, <laughs> okay, it's acceptable. So. All right, I think that wraps it up, everybody, for another episode of the Shop Notes podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or smart remarks, we'd love to hear them. You can submit them on our YouTube channel, where you can also watch episodes of the Shop Notes podcast and see some of the things that we're talking about. Uh, you can also email us. The address is woodsmith at woodsmith.com or connect with us on Facebook. Otherwise, we'll see you again next week for another episode of the Shop Notes Podcast. Bye, everybody. This episode of Shop Notes Podcast is brought to you by Woodsmith Plans. You'll find nearly a 1,000 plans covering everything that you'd want to build. Furniture projects to gift projects, kitchen accessories, workshop projects and jigs, and more. Find your next project at woodsmithplans.com.